All right, man. Listen, um, you know who I think we got to start this episode talking about? It should be pretty obvious, but you want to you guess who I'm getting ready to say? Isaiah Thomas. Okay, okay. It's the most recent breaking news. And, and we'll talk about him in a sec, but I was going to say somebody else. Steph Curry. Okay. Well, since, you know, the, the, the timing of obviously the news, it just came out, but the Steph Curry part, we, we, we got to talk about that, man. Um, greatest He's shoot ever. Yeah. yeah, great greatest shoot ever. We know um, 2,974 um, can, you know, can score at all levels of the basketball court, man. But it's just crazy to, to see that he's finally broken the record. And when you think about the number of games that it took him to break the record, it's actually pretty crazy. Um, we all knew it was going to happen, of course. Uh, but I think it's just kind of dope, the fact that it happened in MSG. Um, it was crazy, man. I think, you know, even Knicks fans, I, I feel, were kind of excited to see it. Um, just the overall support that he received. And, you know, the greatest sports arena in the world, man. It, it was a, a a dope and special moment, man. So I know we obviously, you know, argue and debate about the, you know, who's at the table and stuff like that. But to see, you know, a, a brother go out there and just, you know, um, perform at a high level and break that kind of record in that type of arena, it really was, you know, fitting. So um, just shout out to Steph, man, for real, for real. Top three player in the game. He's a GOAT of his own now. I think when we talk about GOATs, we talk about, of course, Michael Jordan, his overall aura historically in the NBA, what he kind of brought the game globally. Talk about LeBron James, arguably, you know, one of the goats as well, but also probably the most, I want to say, the, the best, or maybe the greatest all-around player this league has ever seen. We talk about Kobe Bryant, the, probably the greatest scorer this league has ever seen. And now we talk about Stephen Curry, the greatest three-point shooter this league has ever seen. So he's, he's a goat of his, his, he's a goat. I mean, it's just like, Look at that situation. Like, that's so hard to do. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, it's almost like we come accustomed to greatness. We come accustomed to like just seeing like what he's done over out the years. But it's just like all I can say is he's a goat. I think he's <laughs> he's a goat. He has he has something of his of his own that he can really say that yo like I am the goat of this, and that's being the greatest three point shooter of all time. Yeah, to me, what's been so kind of cool about his career is, you know, he's been able to score from threes in, in, in a different way. You know, like catch and shoot, you know, off the dribble, coming off PNRs, like even being double and triple team and still managing and finding a way to still score. Um, so it, it's just been special to watch as a hoop fan, right? Whether you're a Warriors fan or a Steph fan or not, just being able to to watch that. Um, and you really never know, right? Like you really never know if he's going to go off for 20 and a quarter or 40 in a game or whatever. Um, and, you know, you, you talk about guys who other teams have to adjust their game plan to day in and day out. It's like Steph obviously is, you know, is at the top of that list. But 2,974 is a, a lot of threes. And what's yeah. crazy is he's nowhere near being done. Yeah. <laughs> like he can, he can probably do this for another four or five years. Yeah. At yeah. this level. So he yeah. it's, it's, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get serious. Also, you talked about the New York Knicks breaking in MSG. It's stardom. He went from elite to superstar status. It started with the New York Knicks. When he dropped 54 points at the Garden and became the first player in history to make 10 plus threes while scoring 50 points. Like his, he went from elite to superstardom at MSG. It only was right that he breaks the record, which he did at MSG as well. So which makes it even more special. Um, makes, you know, I'm not gonna say anything bad about the Knicks, but. Just shout out Stephen Curry and his, his greatness. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, too, like, you know, I, I know people always talk about systems, right? If, you know, if he was on a certain team or if he had a different coach or if he got drafted to somewhere else, it's been different. But the fact of the matter is, I don't care who else is on your team. I don't care who's past you the ball. I don't care what the X and O's are. Making nearly 3,000 threes in an NBA career and being nowhere near being finished yet is actually pretty crazy. Yeah. And like, like I said, I don't, I don't think he's done at all but and I, and, he, and he's even said it too like in some of the interviews post game is like they still have more work to do but I think it's important for us to like take a pause and just look like damn like that will probably never happen again right like just at, le at least this soon and like especially when you look at you know the amount of games it took Ray and Reggie to do it it's like shit you know what I mean and like it, 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 it's only up from here for Steph I feel like like I don't He's still in his prime. Like, it's not like he's at the tail end of his career. Like, his team is one of the best teams in the conference. You know what I'm saying? People are having, still having him in MVP talks. So it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's similar up. to the LeBron thing. It's almost like, you know, you want to keep saying, saying like, man, is he close to retirement? Or, you know, when is he done? Like, 
<laughs> he's still at the top of his game, and we're still talking about his team possibly winning the championship. So sometimes yeah. it's just good to appreciate what we're seeing, you know. So yeah, it's uh, like you said, it's up, it's up. Like Cardi B said, it's up, definitely up for Stephen Curry. He got a long, another four or five years probably playing at this elite level, and then I think people got to understand that he, this brother's probably going to play till he's forty or in his forties because like. Even if he's not this, you know, superstar top three player that we see right now, his game is predicated on skill set. His game is predicated on moving without the basketball. So he's going to be able to play a Ray Allen role <laughs> later on in his career if he wants to. So it's just like this record right now, he has the record, but it's going to be like more and more and more and more. And it's just it's just special. It was special to watch. And, and that's going to be crazier, too, to kind of see him adjust to that role, because then like, obviously, we, we know him as a shooter, but then later on in his career, all he's really going to need to do is just shoot, right? Like, it won't yeah. be like, all right, he has to facilitate, you know, he has to do all these different things for the team, you know, just shoot. All right. Like, that, you know what I'm saying, would probably be an easy thing for him to do, obviously. Um, but to know that he can just, you know, play a little bit more off ball or, you know, there won't be as much pressure on him. We might see him in a different light than the way we see him now, which is crazy to think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it it's... I don't know, man. It, it, it's just kind of special. I mean, obviously, we talk about guys that, um, you know, the greatest shooters of all time, one of them being his teammate. But mm -hmm. to know that Steph has been able to do it this long at such a high level, people still not being able to game play. Rashad Phillips came on the show and talked about how when he came out of college, speaking of Steph, you know, people didn't know what he was, right? Like, people were hesitant. Um, he came from, a, you know, a smaller school, but it's like you kind of saw what he was capable of doing and to now see him, you know, reach this milestone. It's just like, damn, you know, he's, he set a high mark, man. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely with his handle, but I think people don't underestimate like his handles and his skill set. It's just kind of like, we've never seen a player like Stephen Carey before where you combine the handle and the shooting ability from distance. Like he's the greatest, probably off the dribble score this league has probably ever seen. We're just talking about, shooting from distance you know it's it's one thing to create off the dribble but creating off the dribble and scoring at every level on the basketball court which is very important which is very phenomenal which is very you have to be special to do makes you the best at your craft but like to be able to score <laughs> coming past half court <laughs> shoot for the logo off the dribble it just lets you show that yo he is one of one like he's he's a special player that's why i say he's a goat of his own now and that's why i believe personally when it's all said and done we're going to have three guys in the top 10 of all time when these guys retire. That's from the same era, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Stephen Curry. And who knows how high they can go. We already know LeBron is right now. If he's not top two to most people, he's damn sure top three. We don't know how high Kevin Durant's going to go, and we don't know how high Stephen Curry's going to go. But one thing's damn for sure, when it's all said and done, Stephen is probably going to retire as a top 10 player of all time. If, to some people, feel like he's already there. But it's like, he's not there. He's damn near close. And for certain, he will be a top 10 player of all time when it's all said and done, in my opinion. So uh, I, I've already asked the question of like, do you think he need a finals MVP? You know, does that obviously it helps his case. But what else? Is there anything else that you feel he would probably have to check off his list um, to put himself in that top 10 conversation? Obviously, he's stamped. We know that greatest shooter of all time and all that. But if you mention top 10, what else would you think he would need to do to really, really say, like, all right, I am definitely for a fact. There's no debate about it in this conversation. He's going to possibly have another MVP this year. It's, it's between him and Kevin Durant. That's, that's going to be another check. And then if he has, goes out and wins another finals, that's going to be another check. And then possibly if he wins a finals MVP, that's going to be another check. So you just look at those three things right there. So he gets another MVP, gets a finals MVP, gets another championship. Like It's going to be hard to deny. like. <laughs> You know, what, what, it's going to be hard to deny. Like, some people are going to be upset about it, but it's just going to be hard to deny. Like, what are you going to say? And then for people love to talk about the whole system thing with, like, Stephen Curry and the Golden State Warriors, same thing they talked about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. It's like, yeah, it's the system, but this player makes the system. It's the same thing with Stephen Curry. Yeah, he's in a great system, but to be honest, Stephen Curry is the system. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like, we got to stop saying like, yo, it's just a system. The system, well, this, without Stephen Curry, it is no system. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, Steve Kerr, the offense that they're running is phenomenal. A lot of players will have success there. But the, the system is really 
the greatest shooter of all time. Facts. You can't build a, a system around shooting without a guy like Steph. And, you know, I don't know, man. I just think that, you know, sometimes greatness gets taken for granted. Yeah. And even though, I mean, you, you know, kind of talk about the media darling thing sometimes, it's, it's also the idea of like what he's doing can't be done by many people. You know, and you got to remember too, like his game isn't predicated on athleticism. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause even like when you think about Ray, like Ray, I hope yeah. people know this, but it wasn't just threes. Like in, talk, in, talk in, 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 in the peak of Ray's career, he was catching bodies. Like he mm -hmm. was actively dunking on dudes left and right. You feel me? And so with Steph, really, when it really is, you know, and obviously, you know, I know Steph finishes around the rim. Don't get me wrong, but like you yeah. think of him of as a shooter. Yeah, yeah, you think of him as like a behind the art guy. Like the minute you said it best, the minute he steps foot over half court, we're active. Let's play basketball. That's not the case for too many guys in the league. Um, and also, too, the, the, the craziest thing with Steph is the attention that he draws. Right. Like he allows so many guys to be able to play four on three. Like mm -hmm. coming off like you're not about to go under screen on Steph. You feel me? Of course. But the way guys have to hedge and, 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 you know, double right off, like immediately that opens up other opportunities for guys on the squad. So it's like, even, even, even if Steph is having an off night, mm -hmm. even if like you feel like, all right, he's not going to shoot it. You now are at a disadvantage either way mm -hmm. because you have to play four on three and it's yeah. not going to be in your favor. And with a guy like Draymond, who's been fantastic for them in situations like that, it, it, <laughs> good luck. You know, but yeah. that's why, you know, they're champions. So yeah, he has that he has that rare gravity, that rare aura that Michael Jordan had. Like, <laughs> yo, we know Michael Jordan gonna get doubled, so somebody gonna be open. Same with Kobe Bryant, same with LeBron James, same with Kevin Durant, same with Stephen Curry. Like it's 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 a rarity. Like even James Harden back in his prime, back with the Houston Rockets, like they regarded him from <laughs> ninety feet of the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like that gravity is so, so rare. We're starting to see that with Trey Young as well. And Trey Young has even mastered the, the moving out the basketball part of his game. Yeah, so if I feel like, yo, it's one person that's going to have that similar gravity in this next generation, it's probably going to be a Trey Young. But just to talk about, like, Stephen Curry and everything he's done and continues to do and having that gravity, having that impact, let's not take this for granted because he's, he's rare in so many other aspects beyond just shooting a three. And I think people forget about that when we talk about his overall greatness. Yeah, and, and, and if anything, that you know, just adds to him you know, being lethal as a basketball player. You know, he's not just one-dimensional. It's not just a catch-and-shoot kind of thing. It's like you have to respect you know, those things that kind of make him into such a great you know, um, you know, team player. Um, but obviously, you know, you know, mentioning point guards, um, Steph and Trey, um, I think it's only right you mentioned his name earlier. Um, IT, man. IT, back in the I, league. Isaiah Thomas back in Hollywood, you know, yep. going back to, to the Lake Show. Um, round two. How do, you, yeah, how, round, do you feel, how, how do you feel about that pickup? I know it's only a 10-day right now, but who, who knows what it can turn out well, to be. Right. Well, first I want to say I'm happy for IT um, just from, you know, just rooting for him as an individual, you know, to be able to, you know, be given this opportunity to play in the league again. Um, had a crazy outing in the G League. Um, and now he's back. Um, but for the Lakers, I definitely think it works, um, especially now with Russ and Avery Bradley being out. They're going to need some more guard play at that position. Um, and, I mean, he's still a scorer. You know, I, I think if there's one thing that we know IT can do um, is put the ball in the hoop. You know, scoring 42, even if you want to argue it's in the G League, whatever, putting the ball in the hoop is putting the ball in the hoop. And I think the Lakers could definitely use that, um, especially, again, without one of their star players and Russ. So, um Let's go, man. Let's 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 yeah. get it going. Watching watching it the USA team and then going on his pro am runs this past summer. He looks healthy. He looks slimmer. He looks kind of like the it we saw. Not the Washington Wizards it. He wasn't really in shape, um, even though he was starting with the Washington Washington Wizards. But he still didn't look like that quickness and he had that burst. But now it looks like he has that quickness and that burst back. So it's going to be interesting to see like what he can do. With the Los Angeles Lakers, especially like this is a perfect opportunity. Like Russell Westbrook is going to be out. You're probably going to be starting. You're probably going to go to the G League, drop a 42, starting as a point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers because Russ is probably going to be out eight to 10 days. So it's just like this is the perfect opportunity. It's no more like I feel like, yo, this is it. Like he's been talking about he wants to be back in the league, this and that. He's been posting on tweets and stuff like that. 
I'm supporting them. I hope this is the perfect like opportunity though. Like it's no I, I feel like this is it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody knows Isaiah Thomas's game, like, yo, you should still be in the NBA. But at some point it's just like, all right, you got a, a great opportunity. What you gonna do about it? Like show us. Like, cause there's some people that this is what I teach like third chance. This is like it's not like his first chance of being getting a 10 day. He got a 10 day with Denver Nuggets and stuff like that. Contract. He was starting with the Washington with like, yo, this is this is it. Like show up, show up and show out. And I believe he will. Yeah. But the only sad thing about, you know, those 10 days is not only is it a, a limited, you know, time to like really develop a rhythm, but I think for whatever reason, like there's so much expectations like on a guy, you know, that's coming in on, on a 10 day. It's like, obviously, you know, we know what he did with the Celtics and stuff, but if you really give a guy 10 days to get active, what do you really think, you know what I'm saying, is, is going to happen? The perfect, I, is, he got the perfect yeah, oh, 10 days now. He get minutes, like opportunity. Like if he can't, if he can't get a spot, if he, if I'm going to say, if he can't get a spot, and these 10 days with Los Angeles Lakers, you got players missing. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Of course, of course. But I'm saying that that's like you could pick any player in the league and say that, like, all right, during this, this 10-day stretch, you were playing terribly. But the rest of the, of the year, you were playing great. And so, again, True. like that's just the True. short end of the stick. You got to play the cards that's dealt to you. So, like I said, yeah. I'm rooting for, for IT. But I just think sometimes, you know, with that contract situation, it's tough to judge a player in his entirety, right? Like, I mean, you know, like sometimes you have bad games. Now, again, hopefully he doesn't have like a, a bad three or four game stretch. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you got to realize like as a as a as a coach, as a GM or whatever, give him, I feel give like, him a little time. Let him, you no, know. I feel like I feel like, well, the first couple, the first game is going to tell a lot. Like if, if yeah. he's starting in the minutes he's getting. But if you're if you're bringing IT in on a 10 day and then. You let him come off the bench. He missed his first two shots. You put him back on the bench. Now, that's when we got to talk about like, all right, now, is he really getting a fair opportunity? But if you're giving him 20 to 25 minutes and you letting him shoot that pill and it's just like you look at the box score of the first two games and it's, you know, he's had opportunities, he's had shots, he's had possessions, then you can start looking like, all right, now, you know, eight more days. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of tough, but you I got, get it. You got more days, uh, but I'm just saying uh, that's that's no, the, I get it, yeah. that's the game because it's just like I can't Isaiah. He's he's an underdog, but it's just like it's people starving right now in the G League that's not getting this opportunity. Now, well, granted, he dropped 42, but it's, it's Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I'm just saying, so. but it's just like I mean, Mike James <laughs> played with the Brooklyn Nets. He back overseas. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's players that like. Starving to get this opportunity, so you got to make the, the most out of this opportunity that you, you know, been given. That's all I'm saying. Look, look, my my thing is, uh, look, if there, if there's anyone in the league, you know, that knows kind of how this business works and how cutthroat it can be, I feel like it's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so knowing that heading into uh, a, a team that's ready and looking to win now, even with the COVID protocol situation and everything like that, I think he's ready. You know, I I don't think that he'll be nervous. This isn't his first time. You know, nah, feeling the need to prove everybody wrong. I think he's had that chip on his shoulder. His whole since he, yeah, but I say since whole he entered career. the league. Whole since career. he entered the league. You know what I'm whole saying? Career. I think like, well, last pick in, in the draft. And so it's like all those things kind of prepare you for a moment like this. Um, yeah. Now, again, playing with Bron, playing with AD is, um, you know, having those guys on the roster, I think it's going to help. It's going to take less pressure off him. You know, so. Yeah, all he got to do is come in and, and be Isaiah Thomas. Score facts, off the bench. Facts. Catch and shoot, you know, get in the pick and roll, try to get to the lane, hit his little floater. That's all he has to do, and he'll be successful. I feel like, like you said, he's been an underdog his entire career. He's this is a guy was we call used to call him Mr. Fourth Quarter. You know what I'm saying? This is a guy that Kobe Bryant calls Stamp. This is a guy that Alan Iverson calls Stamp. Like this guy is talented. Like we know what he's about, but at the same time, it's just like you got your opportunity. What you gonna do about it? That's you know. Get ready so you ain't when you get that opportunity, <laughs> you're ready to go. I think he's gonna be ready to go. Yeah. Wilder versus Fury, Mayweather versus Pacquiao, electric personalities that produced big fights and even bigger betting opportunities. This Saturday, all right, Jake Paul and Tyron Willie will be no different. So don't miss out on the action. Bet the fight with my bookie. My bookie has the best odds and prop bets for Paul and Willie II. And you can start by doubling your initial deposit 
all the way up to $1,000 using the promo code NOPUMPFIX. That's double your deposit to double your funds and double the excitement for Paul and Willie II at MyBookie. Now, as much as we all love to see Jake Paul eat canvas, he looked strong in previous matchups. And with Willie taking this fight on short notice, all the odds are in Paul's favor. Back the problem child to win this rematch as he's sure to be the favorite. Don't miss out, all right? Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using the promo code NOPUMPFAKES. Head to my bookie today. Place your bets, fill your pockets, and watch this grudge match get settled with Paul versus Willie II. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. I haven't taken a look at, you know, um, the Lakers schedule during that 10, 10, uh, 10 day stretch, but I will say this, it was kind of cool. I don't know if you saw, but like him and Lance were teammates mm -hmm. and that just, it kind of is a reminder, like in the G like in the G and he, and he should be in, and Lance should be in the NBA too. It's crazy though. Cause like, <laughs> look at Lance Stevens, you look at Isaiah Thomas, both these guys are NBA players. Like I'm not going to sit in front, like they're not NBA players, NBA talent, but it's just like, it's not always about talent like everybody knows like you watch Isaiah Thomas you know he's an NBA player you watch Lance Stevens he's an NBA player but Norris Cole came on and said it it's just like it's hard making it to the league but it's damn hard staying in the league because at the end of the day you got teams 60 new players coming in each and every year and then I didn't even talk about the gyms that some of these scouting departments that are finding like that didn't get drafted and want to give an opportunity let them showcase their talent like Duncan from the Miami Heat a gym. <laughs> we look at Reeves. Just hit a game with a shot with the Los Angeles Lakers. A gym. So it's just kind of like when you find a gym, you got these young players you drafting and stuff like that. Organizations are going to be like, yo, we trying to see what we got right now and not really, you know, kind of the vets like, all right, we know what you, you did and stuff like that, but you're a veteran. Like we want to try to see what these young guys are about. So that's what Cole was saying. Like you get an opportunity, you better keep this, you know, whatever opportunity you get, you better try to Make the most out of it. So IT, that's what I'm saying. Make the most out of this opportunity because you may not get another one. Yeah, and plus, too, like, as hard as you've worked to get here, as much as he's probably mentioned it and spent time in the lab, whether it's during the offseason, obviously the game, the G League, you, Team USA, all that, it's like this is what it's kind of, you know, been about. Right? This is probably like his, in a way, his finals. Like this is, you know, when you're working your way back up, yeah. this is, you know, his chance. And you got... 10 days to really, you know, yeah. get active. And I, said, I think you have a, a damn movie made about him. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. He's, his story yeah. is crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, damn, like this is, even now, it's just kind of like, but we saw the same thing. D. Rose had to do it. Shin had to go through, went through this. You know, we knew, everybody knew Derrick Rose was like, yo, people talk about Derrick Rose, shit, but not the Carmelo Anthony had to go through it. Carmelo Anthony, Derrick Rose, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are guys that are future Hall of Famers. So, like, IT going through this now, he he can look at those guys as motivation. You know, like this was a top three MVP. He finished top three that, in MVP voting. Oh, like it's man. crazy, man, bro. What it's crazy, see, bro. What Boston did to Isaiah still doesn't sit right with me, man. Yeah. Um, but you know what though, Boston got a you know a little situation with their point guards. Call it what it is. They it it, it ain't a secret. Boston don't really have great relationships when it comes to point guards. And I think that was extremely evident with the Isaiah situation, right? Mm -hmm. And Kimba aside, right? So you got him, Kimba, Kyrie. It's like you done had three extremely talented point guards in like what? The last what, five, six years? And like- Even 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 Ray John like, Rondo, with the way he ended. Rondo, and, and it's like, yo, like, and there's a lot of things that, you know, some people might want to, put the blame on but the fact of the matter is you had talent and now look you know yeah. but you know it, I want to say it is what it is but like that that shit just can't keep happening like you get good <laughs> talent no I'm dead serious like you just you can't keep getting these talented guys and just say oh shit now what you know like what's the goal here are we trying to win basketball games or 
But you know that that's that franchise culture, is culture. Culture is important, but you already know culture is oh, hey, definitely important. Culture and Boston, and the words Boston Celtics to me don't really go hand in hand mm. for reasons that you know. But I mean, hey, some guys are meant to play for um, certain franchises, and and also too, I want to say it's it's some some of it is about fit, right? I, I don't want to say that all of it is politics. Um, but some of it truly is fit because at the end of the day, some guys are better off on certain teams. Like there's certain guys they can play anywhere on any team and thrive. But then you got some guys who need to be in, in certain environments. Yeah. Um, and, and Boston and Boston and, and give Boston this credit because they did build a team around Isaiah Thomas when he was there. They, made they did very, very very successful. They, they did. The they, that, ab- the way, they absolutely did. The way that he kind of got shipped out the door, and it's just kind of like was was pretty bad. But also like. It probably if he can go back and do things differently, he probably would have just set out instead of trying to force himself back from injury. You know what I'm saying? Because he was trying to get his bag, and it was just like he should already had his bag. He had did enough to already get his bag, but it was just kind of like that's what organizations do. They'll try to like put the pressure on players and stuff like that. No, they're not. They're healthy. No, they're not right. But you know, we need you out here and stuff like that. And you go out there and you play less to your ability, and it's just like, all right, well, you know, you. That just stats this year, they're not lining up. That's what happened to Aiden. Aiden looking at his stats, they 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 fed Aiden that bullshit about oh team team this culture this and that. Then they look at the stats when it come time to <laughs> throw that bag that paper. And well, your stats used you know six. Your stats for last season was like looking like your rookie season in the NBA. He like what? We first in the East. <laughs> like we we made it to the NBA Finals. Like I'm I'm going up trying to guard Giannis. <laughs> like I'm doing everything for the team. Like. But but you know what though I mean dude's crazy. Know, there's just it's just a lesson, man. Like get your bag. All the, yeah, all get this, your numbers. You know, loyalty, this loyalty, that. Get your like, numbers. That, that's why I say, man. I don't. I don't ever like when guys want to leave teams, man. From a individual perspective, right? You would put basketball to the side. I ain't ever mad at it, right? Yeah. When you enter this league and you understand, some guys entering as a damn teenager, right? But this is a business. Above in as much as you want to win games, win championships, bring a championship, you know, to to the city that drafted you, that all sounds cool. Mm. That all sounds lovely. That all sounds sounds ideal. But yeah. brother, get your coins. Yeah. Get your <laughs> coins while you can. Because God forbid, you know, a slight injury or something crazy happened to the team, a, hey. a coach get fired. Do you really think they're about to say, Well, here you go. We feel sorry for you. This is a business. Hey, like, stats. You you better take care of yourself first, man. Stats and bags. Over stats titles. and bags. Straight up. I mean, I don't <laughs> I know if I'm going to go that far. Let me say we have that, we have that dialogue. We had that dialogue. The dialogue is true. You get your stats, you get your money. Winning is second. I would Winning say should it be dep- second. I, I would say it depends on where you're at in your career. Right, I, like there's certain players who are like, all right, if I've been in the league for 14 years and you know I got my my bread, I still got you know some generational wealth, my fingers is naked, then all right, maybe I want to start chasing some rings, right? But well, right, it, again, it depends well, on what caliber. Like, it depends on what caliber player you are too, as well, because like, right. go ahead, go ahead. Andrew Wiggins ain't never got to win a championship, and to me, he's he won. Zion so, Williams because of the money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're yeah. if you're at a certain year in your career and you've already got the bag and you've already got you know got money and stuff like that. Hey, you know, you might be. Norris now, Cole I, came on and told I, you. He I, said, if you, if, you, if you reach 10 years, just a blessing. You set up for life. You get your pension, everything. If you got your stats, got your millions of dollars, and you got your bag, and you reach 10 years, look, championships are nice. Resumes yeah. are nice. Yeah, but, at right. the, but at the end of the day, like, not everybody going to be a LeBron, Kobe, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Stephen Curry. Like, not everybody going to be. Some guys are just going to be NBA starters. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this, though. Is there a point where you would feel that, all right, maybe I take less money to get a ring? It's no, if I'm in a situation, <laughs> Yeah. I'm saying, though, I'm, if it's like, you know, if it's, it, there's a difference between being year four and being year 18, right? So obviously by year 18, depending on who you are, you'll probably have made more money I think, I by think, that 18th year. I think Carl Anthony Towns is going through a similar situation. Carl Anthony Towns got his back. Got his stats. Everybody knows Carl Anthony Towns is a, a all-star caliber player, but he's been losing for a long, long time. I don't look at Carl Anthony Towns and like, yo, he's a loser. I look at the organization. 
I always look at the organization the same way I did with Devin Booker, same way I did with Zach Levine. But like you say, this when the organization starts actually building pieces around you that allows you to finally be successful, what you gonna do about it? Because I can't come, I can't come up and say no, yo, this is an organization team situations matter. I can say all that shit when like the shit is not they're not doing nothing. But when the team starts doing something, now I gotta look to you. Now it's gotta look like all right now. Is it just about the money or now do you actually want to win or can you win being that guy? And not everybody can do that. I'm about to say some guys get that bag and just stop hooping. I ain't going to say no names, but some guys just get paid and say, and I ain't mad at it. Like I said, like your last name comes first. Okay. Hey, problem in New York right now. <laughs> hey, Knicks. okay. That's, uh, yeah, fan, I mean, dudes get their hey. money and, but you know, hey, it, but you know, it's funny. You mentioned Cat though. Right, and, yeah. and that was a team that I wanted to talk about, more so a, a player specifically that I wanted to talk about. Right, and I'm going to read you something about Ant- your man's Anthony Edwards, right? So, Anthony Edwards, okay, um, has 2,000 points, right, and, and, and 100 games, right? And he's not even uh, 21, right? Here are the other gentlemen that have also done that. I'm going to read you these names. Carmelo Anthony, Luka Doncic, Zion Williamson, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and the GOAT, LeBron James. That is one hell of a list. Yeah. That is one hell of a list. So I know you, you know, you feel that the, the time is now that Anthony Edwards is the number one option on the Minnesota Timberwolves, but damn, that that that's a list of superstars. Right. And so and he's here, man. He's even, here. Even even some guys like Zion and Luca, who has a chance, you know, hope Zion gets healthy and right. Of course, we had a conversation about that. And Luca, but those those guys like have a chance to be some of the best in the game one day if they can stay healthy. Knock on wood, of course. But Anthony I, Evers, all of them, all of them, all of them, yeah. Anthony Evers is special. I t- like it's no, I can't really like put into words like how great Anthony Evers' potential can be, bro. Like I haven't seen a young player, and you know I have my favorites, guys. But it's just like if we talking about like young players that could be the best player in the world someday and go out and win MVPs and dominate this league or possibly the face of the franchise someday. He's on that short list when we talk about those young players. Tatum, Trey, Luca, Melo, Anthony Edwards. Like that's how that's how you know even and people gonna say, yeah, I didn't throw Devin Book in there. I mean, you can even throw Devin Book in there, but it's just like though, I look at those. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. I, I look at those. I, no, I'm saying I didn't, I didn't throw Devin Book in there, but it's just like I look at those six. Like he's there now. Six, six. Hey, hang on, hang on. Six, as in the original five that we always stated, and then the six is Anthony Edwards. Yeah, yeah. Like Anthony Edwards now. Okay, okay. What's the five? What's the five? It's Donovan Mitchell. It's Trey Young. It's it's Luca Doncic, it's, it's Jason Tatum, and it's Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Devin Mitchell. Booker. Yeah, okay, those five: Devin Booker, Luca Doncic, Jason Tatum, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell. Those five, right? Yeah. I don't know if Anthony you said Luca, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say Luca. Anthony Davis okay, is yeah. six. Anthony Davis Edward, is Edward, six. Edwards, 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 Edwards. Yeah, and Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Edwards is is six, and Lamelo is seven. Like those guys are knocking on the door. Like that's how talented I think those guys are. But Anthony Edwards, I think. You know how we always talk about like Luca and and, and Trey? my boy Luca and Tatum. Oh, and, and Trey. I, I, thought yeah, you, yeah. I thought you meant just yeah. draft wise. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about looking at Luca and Tatum. Like those five, we see those two guys as possibly probably being having a chance to be the best in the world someday and be the best out of that group. I'm telling you, bro. Anthony Evers, he may be of that same elk with to me personally, like. We may, that's how good he is. Like he may be at that same elk of looking like, yo, how people feel about Luca, how I feel how people feel about Tatum. I'm starting to feel that way about Anthony Edwards. And it's crazy. This is only his second year. He's not even 21. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Different. Good luck. Different. Because I don't think people he's a, he, he he's he's the, he's TP. Total package. Inside, outside game, handle, <laughs> athleticism. Like, bro, he's the total package. Super hooper. I love it. Like, is he's a rare breed. There's like guys that have this uber athleticism, 
but also this crazy skill set. It doesn't come around often. I don't think people understand, like, yo, like the LeBrons, the Michael Jordans, the Kobe's, like guys had this super unnatural athleticism, but still had a super crazy skill set. And you combine those two, like, bro, different, total package. That's what Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Edwards is. TP, total package, Liz. It's crazy. Like, he's, he's special. He's here, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, being arguably right, a, a number one option under the age of 21 is huh. kind of something crazy. Like I said, you heard the guys that I, you know, I listed in terms of who else is in that category of that accomplishment. Ain't no scrubs. No, <laughs> it, was, it was. I ain't name a. I didn't name a mid, right? And and you know, I know people got high hopes and high opinions on Anthony Edwards. So Andy's likable, right? I mean, I, I know Minnesota is one of the smaller market teams in the league, but I mean, you got a guy who people can cheer for. It's hard to root against an Anthony Edwards. You feel me? But hey, man, and, I, and and that's the only and that's the only thing that I feel like would stop Anthony Edwards probably. From being like considered the best player in the world is that market, is that poverty franchise in Minnesota, like a franchise that is so small. It's just like they're not really, they don't prioritize prioritize winning. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's a lot of things that got to be what the Milwaukee Bucks did doesn't normally happen. You know they had Giannis and stuff like that, and they made some trades and stuff. They also they drafted Chris Middleton as well. It's just kind of like and they were able to build a championship roster and a championship team. I don't have any faith in Minnesota because I saw Kevin Durant, not Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett for years was just like, yo, like, free Kevin Garnett. Like, he didn't have no help and stuff like that. And it's just like, that's my only fear for Anthony Edwards. Like, I look at Luka. Luka's in Dallas, and it's hard for players to want to go play in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for players that want to go play in Dallas. Because, like, Dallas. This is not Minnesota. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's Dallas. That's, tough. that's you, tough. Know, you get what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. like, that's my only fear going forward. Like even Boston with Jason Taylor, like people go play with people. Like we saw Kim Walker sound about like people go play with the Celtics because of historically and stuff like that. But that's not even like a, a real desirable franchise to go, you know, sign with in free agency. But like still people are more likely to sign there in Dallas than probably Minnesota. And that's why I'm happy like with Charlotte Hornets, like Charlotte Hornets up and coming, nice city. They got LaMelo Ball. I think people, LaMelo Ball is going to attract free agents as well to, want to come and play with LaMelo we saw with Gordy Hayward and stuff like that already so it's just like that's my biggest fear about like Anthony Edwards is going to be there but it's just like is he going to have that winning success for people to realize like yo he has a chance to be the best player in the world because you can't really be the best player in the world even from a talent perspective you may be if your team ain't winning that's the only thing like that never happened with LeBron's teams was winning he was the best player Kobe's teams was winning you know what I'm saying it's just like your team got to win so it's just like that's my only fear about Anthony Edwards, when we talk about his potential to be the best player in the world, not his talent, but his team situation. Yeah, but I mean, in some instances, you can just make your team situation better. I mean, whether it be through play or whether it be, you know, telling the front office, like, yo, let's get some guys around me. Now, the <laughs> latter may not happen often enough, but, and, and I, I know it's funny, I don't see him doing that, though. Like, like we said before, he's a nice guy. Um, I definitely think he has that dog in him, but I don't see him. And, that, and that's a tough thing to do. It's like you mentioned the whole thing with like Dame and CJ. I was just about it's to like, say Dame. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. you, you my, my dog, but, you know, it, it's almost like a breakup. You know, it's just, you know, he's, you start to realize the, the bigger picture here. And if we're not getting things done, hey, I love you. You know that, but we let's, let's, let's part ways. But again, I mean, he, he, he's 20 speaking of Anthony Edwards. So I don't think this is, bro. It don't don't matter. Yeah. I mean, it don't, it don't don't matter. It don't, it don't matter when you, I I know he's 20, but it it don't matter when you know the history behind these franchises. I know the history behind New New Orleans Pelicans. I saw what they did to a generation talent, Anthony Davis. So ain't no way I'm gonna have faith in what they're going to do to Zion. I saw what they did to Kevin Garnett. Ain't no faith I'm gonna have (laughs) what they're going to do to Anthony Edwards. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if he was playing on a franchise. It's like, historically has at least made it to the playoffs. <laughs> this this oh, is, a, they own two, they're like Zion and Anthony Edwards are on two teams, bro, that don't even make the playoffs historically. So how the hell I'm going to have faith in an organization like that? <laughs> well, it's not every day you come across generational talent, even though, the, you know, well, they did have 
Yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> it was game ready to say. They both had two guys who like could really change the game and were very different. If, as a matter of fact, there were two guys who kind of played similarly, um, KG and AD. So, <laughs> Iraq enough. So, I'm just, maybe just something about those two you know, cities. I don't know, man, but it's exciting. You know, it, it's exciting. And now um, both teams have two guys who are number one picks, uh, both guys who can potentially reach a bunch of all-star games and um, things like that. Now, the only real question is where um, they'll be, like where they'll, you know, where what team those guys will be on once they're in the all-star game, like because they're going to make all-star games. But you know, the the, the team of choice is going to be the most interesting one. Yeah. But we'll see, man. Uh, wishing nothing but you know happiness <laughs> for Anthony Edwards and hopefully, hopefully some W's. Because let me tell you something. I, I am tired. Of seeing very very talented superstars waste their prime, <laughs> it hurts. Darian Fox is going through it right now. <laughs> Darian Fox is going through it like Rami Towns going through it. Like it's uh, you know someone sent me no facts facts facts. But someone I think I mentioned to me this trade opportunity, and I want I want to hear your thoughts on it. <laughs> Would you trade John Morant for Ben Simmons? Huh? I'm going to repeat the question because I made sure not to stutter. <laughs> Would you trade John Moran for Ben Simmons? No, I know, I know. I, I, like, no, like I said, man, I, no, I, I bring no. these questions. Whenever no. stuff like this gets asked to me, and it's you know, crazy because you say you, you only, you only bring here. up questions on the podcast with people you respect. <laughs> which, <laughs> I, I, I don't know who you hanging Someone's out with. <laughs> I don't know who you know, hanging out with asking that bullshit ass question. Sometimes I think people, you know, kind of bring questions like this to me. Probably just because, you know. You know what a reaction, right? Yeah. Like, and, and, and I'm learning. I'm learning. Like, all right. I need to, you know, calm down and, and not give them a reaction when I get asked this shit. Yeah. But that's off camera. Now we can really get active and say that shit. Um, love Ben Simmons. Love John Morant. But I think one of those guys is in, is in a great situation. Obviously, being Ja is in a city that loves him. You know, got drafted number two overall. I think that city kind of represents him well in terms of, um, you know, obviously, Ja didn't go to the highest level um, D1. Um, Memphis isn't always the the market that people tend to celebrate, um, you know, the most. So it kind of works out. Um, and again, I, I still think Ben Simmons has a great chance of being a terrific basketball player in this league. Um, but we are seeing what John Morant is doing down there. And obviously, you know, I know with um, certain injuries and, and protocols and stuff, things are different. But for Definitely. the most part, for the most part, Yeah, um, but you know, I, I just figured I'd ask you that. I knew what you were going to say, but... Yeah, I shouldn't have asked you. You knew what I was going to say. <laughs> well, that's how I feel. When I get to ask you like that, I'm like, hey, man. Yeah, I don't even, that's not even worth having a discussion about. But it's still two, you know, young, talented guards that, you know, years later down the line, we're going to see an even more all-star game. And hopefully, who knows? It's a lot of... It's a, it's a lot of. You know, it's gonna bring me to the cap or no cap. Yeah, because it's a it's a lot of like players that are on the trading block. Like COVID, I think has something to do with that. COVID nineteen has something to do with that, though. You think so? I think so. In terms of like protocols, teams won't say that out loud, but I think you know teams are starting to realize like they have to adjust for certain guys going out. Um, and just you know as player, I, I know it's still early on in the season, but as playoff races continue to heat up, tough decisions are gonna have to be made. And you know, some guys just gonna have to get traded, man. But there we go. Well, uh, who do you think it is gonna be? I'll just get into my cap or no cap. Let this, player, this player Let reportedly wants out. I really didn't see this, but like, I guess when <laughs> your team is shopping your name around, you probably get fed up and like, shit, they shopping my name around. Like, well, let me get the hell out of <laughs> Indiana. So, cap or no cap. The Portland Trailblazers to trade for Sabonis. No cap. Oh my goodness, no cap. I I am been waiting for Portland to get a low post threat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so to 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 know that if Sabonis can can go out there and hopefully you know play with Dame, if they can keep Dame and CJ, and see, and then they, they should the, be. They, and, yeah. then, and as Sabonis, man, I don't say get scary, but they, you know I, I like their chances. What, of, what of is it? What is it? What is it? What does it do? Right, that, 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 that's, that's, that's the funny. I, I don't know, man. Like it, 
What if 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 the Warriors gets a bonus? What exactly does that do for them? And it the, makes them better. The, no, the Blazers. The Blazers. The Blazers. I, I, I didn't the, say Blazers. You said Warriors. I think you said Warriors. Oh, this Warriors. Oh, my yeah. bad. All right. So if the Portland Trail Blazers gets a bonus, what does that do for them? Um, it, like I said, it makes them better. Um, it gets them a low post threat that I think would help them out tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just relying on you know strong backcourt play like they've been doing for years. Um, cause Sabonis is tough, bro. Sabonis yeah. is tough, man. I like on that list of underappreciated and underrated guys, he's up there. Mm-hmm. You know, we mentioned the Vucevic of the world, but Sabonis, man, he's yeah. up there. He is up there. Being, I don't know if it's because he's playing in Indiana or what, but yeah. he, he's 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 like that. And he can go he, going to going to Blazers would be. I, I think you also didn't. His dad played with the Blazers. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah, it'll yeah. be like the hair coming home. You know, like, yeah, you know, like, nice little reunion going on. Like, but you hey. know what the real question is. No, no, let me let me answer your question first. Um, I still don't see them winning a championship if they add Sabonis. I mean, it, it it helps, but it's not like scary. It doesn't it doesn't put fear in my heart, whether as a Laker fan or just you know. That doesn't change why I'm going to the championship. But I will say this though, or ask you, Sabon is going to the Trailblazers. If you were damn, would that was that enough for you to make uh want to stay? It's a step in the right direction. It's but, like but, it's, uh, it's better than what they did this offseason. Like enough to yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, like at least you're you're finally, finally, all these long years I've been in the NBA, finally showing me that you're trying. You know what I'm saying? I think that helps. You get what I'm saying? Like Making an effort helps. I think it should be too late, but you know, Dame's loyal, got loyalty in his blood. You know how Dame is. So it's just kind of like, he going to probably look at that like, yo, all right. And especially if they could keep CJ and Sabonis and you got Dame. And so the only problem with that situation, I, let me talk first on Sabonis. Sabonis, like you said, yep. is really, really, really good. Like he's a double-double threat on a nightly basis. His game is kind of like traditional still. He's like, he's traditional, but he can still do a little bit like shoot at the mid- the second zone of basketball court, but he's still a traditional work on the low block and kind of like punish you at the first level on the basketball court, which kind of kind of afraids teams a little bit because like he's not this modern day big like a Anthony Davis, like a Joel B, like a Nikola Jokic, but he's still a walking force. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like a Zach Rando in a way. 20 and 10, 20 and 12. That's oh, what Zach Randolph. Zan- Zach, Randolph Zach, or, Zach Randolph or Julius Randolph? <laughs> Zach, Zach, Zach Randolph. But yeah, <laughs> Zach Randolph. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's his game. But he's, he's, he still has that traditional kind of like, he's still traditional mold. So it's just like, if you look at the Portland Trailblazers, Dame, CJ, Sabonis, yeah, it works. But I feel like in order for it to really work, you, you got to have a rim protecting big. Because Sabonis ain't really playing deep. You know what I'm saying? He works hard. He gets rebounds and stuff like. But he not. He can't play deep. And then you still have a. You well, still I mean, need a. You still need a wing. So you still have to say a situation like you said with the Portland Trailblazers. Like they still need a, a two way wing, and they need a rim protecting big. Now you got a big three with Sabonis, CJ, and Dane. That's gonna put up points. But it's just kind of like, that's it. So you know what I'm saying? Like unless some other things are gonna happen with the Portland Trailblazers, then it's just like, and, and it that's makes been sense, their problem but, for a, yeah. for a while. It's like defense. So. My my thing is, you always add talent, you know, like even if that's not what you need, if you can get a guy like Sabonis, you add him. Um, I think it's similar to, you know, what you brought up about um, Pascal going to the Suns. You know, if you yeah. have the opportunity in some situations, talent is talent at the end of the day. Um, but it doesn't address, I feel, what their biggest problem is. And that's yeah. the other end of the basket. No one is denying whether or not Dane can score or CJ exactly. can score or Sabonis can score. But defenders, right, can, mm-hmm. can you prevent the other team from doing the same thing? Yeah. Um, and that's been a problem. I feel like they've, you know, that they probably need to address. But um, at this point, doing anything, that's a step in the yeah. right direction. Because I know you feel strongly about what the hell they were doing during their offseason. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's something that they're going to have to deal with. Yeah, um, and hey. Sabonis, Sabonis is available. Like, if I'm, if I'm the boss of Celtics, I'll go get Sabonis. Especially if you keep, yeah, because you, cause he's like, what's, you know, like, I don't know, they got draft picks. I don't know what the deal package, but I, I'm looking at, they had a chance to get Vucevic. And they, they, Flop yeah, so 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 the Celtics is very are very interesting, and why I say that is because they got three guys that I feel like they wouldn't trade or just don't want to trade, right? Like your your two best players and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. All right, you know I get it, mm-hmm. um, but then you're Mar- Marcus Smart, right? The heart and soul of that team. So you got so who else is left that is is you know you're willing to trade, but then also think that you're going to receive back a player like Sabonis or a, a high caliber player. 
So it's Sabonis, like you're, you're, you're I, stuck. I think Sabonis is not looked at like he. I think people like us know how good Sabonis is, but around like most people, like GMs, I don't think you're gonna you're not gonna give the whole farm for Sabonis. You know what I'm saying? Especially if Vucevic 20 and 10 basically walked away for free from Orlando. I don't think Sabonis, I don't know if Sabonis is better than Vucevic. He may be, but it's just kind of like, that's what I'm looking at a similar trade package like that. Like, I'm not looking at it where you're going to give like a, a womp scene ransom for Sabonis. I just don't, I don't see that, especially because I feel like, yo, Vucevic was a 20 and 10 guy, but a three level score as well. Sabonis, as great as he is, he still operates at the, the, First two levels on the basketball court, but it's just kind of like his game is still very traditional. Like the way he runs up down the basketball court, like he's better in a half court setting. Like he would he would be a great fit for a grit and grind team, like the Memphis Grizzlies, something like that. Like you know, what I'm saying that's his style of play. So it's just kind of like that's why I feel like a lot of teams are like, yo, we're not gonna we'd love to have him, but we're not gonna give up a player that we feel that is probably gonna not do some of the things that these other modern day bigs are doing. So that's why I said maybe Boston or the Portland Trailblazers. But I think you have to have a rim protecting big with Simonis. I think that's key. You got to have a rim protecting big. Like that's why I said the Boston Celtics, they got Robert Williams, but like you said, who, who the hell are they going to give up? So you don't know, like maybe draft picks, but. And that's always the, 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 the question is like, yeah. do I think that he would fill the Boston Celtics? Hell yeah. Do I think that he would fit fit with the Trailblazers? Hell yeah. But who would you who are you giving up? Now, the Trailblazers are a little bit different because I mean, to me, outside of Dame and CJ, gotta do something. I, I don't see their have see if, you know, they're them being heavily invested into I, I don't know what Portland is doing, but at least I know for a fact that Boston, you know, loves Jason, Jalen, and Marcus. Like we we know that. But I, Hey man, some something's got to give with both teams. This is the way I see it. But you know, all right, y'all. You already know what it is, man. No pump fakes. We are gonna see you on the next one. Peace.